listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's WWE Main Event After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's WWE Main Event After Show. What is up, everybody? Bing is for doing, and we are doing another Main Event After Show for you. Welcome, everybody. People out here call me professional wrestling's voice of choice, Christian Rosenberg. I am holding down this fort. But as always, not doing it alone. I got my awesome team across the desk from me. I got Mr. Cameron Cash. How you doing, buddy? Hello, people. My name is Cameron Cash, and I'm here from Alabama down to the Los Angeles, California. You know, Robert Williams said, why do they call it rush hour when nothing moves? People out in traffic, burning up. And it was horrible. But, but you here. are here, and you are ready to talk main event, as is Miss Mrs. Cesaro. Mrs. Mrs. Cesaro Sikori is Tukai. fine during this show. <laughs> and I enjoy the theme song of the day. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Uh, can, I, you guys. can I just say before we begin, I love those glasses, You do. Corey. They're just like uh, She's busting out the glasses she today. Like I knew Cesaro was going to be on, so I just wanted to make sure I had looked, looked, perfect vision. Per- perfect vision. For her. <laughs> it looks beautiful. Right. Beautiful. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I'm gonna need some energy from you. From you two this week because I am just exhausted. I am too. <laughs> this week's been the Los Angeles Improv Comedy Festival. I've been busy every night. Tonight's my earliest show of the week, and it's eleven at eleven thirty at night. So I'm like a freaking zombie right now. Yeah. If you guys want to check out some great improv. Well, that. Well, we're not. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I if, just want to say. Yeah, but I'm just. I'm just talking about how tired I am right now. <laughs> but if you guys want a good after show, get some coffee because it's main event. That's right. Yeah, main event. You got to build that that second win. That third win comes in to talk about main event, which is hailing this week from Long Island, New York. Don't worry, homies. I got a lot of testosterone being injected into this place, and it'll help the trifecta that we got here. We need some energy, so to provide some energy... What do you got, Steven? We're going to throw some of the... S- oh, this has an ad Dang it, that's lame. You just ruined that. I just ruined it. You, I, dropped, you were trying to get us energized, and you just was, lowered the energy. I'm going to raise the energy, though. Give me... Until <laughs> should, okay, I, should I kind of start? Should yeah, I go? Yeah, yeah, All right, let's go. Okay, so where let's are we go. at this week? We're, we're in Long Island for the week of June 5th for WWE Main <laughs> Event. And for the second... <laughs> the Raw guys, the Monday Night Raw guys know what to do with this. They go... See, they're not doing it. The Raw crew goes nuts. What, what, they go swaggering is what they call. We haven't seen Swagger in a few weeks. Well, I don't like Swagger. He doesn't like ethnic people. We haven't seen Jack Swagger in a few weeks, come to think of it. <laughs> yeah. But for the second straight week, we start main event with the Celtic warrior Sheamus. So two weeks in a row, we get Sheamus on main event, which I find pretty cool. Yeah, it was a good treat. And this week, he is taking on probably our, like, arguably our favorite guy in this room, which arguably. is an, arguably our favorite <laughs> Superstar in this room, which is Antonio Cesaro. A beautiful man. 
Did you see his tights again tonight? That was my line. He had, he had, line. He had, <laughs> he had the initials um, on his tights this week. Impeccable body. You know, folks, I'm trying to bodybuild these days. I'm, you know, working up these quadriceps. I, I can tell. I can see you, it. You the guns are building. It. You better believe it, Rosie. And uh, Cesaro, you know, when I look at his body, that's the kind of body a man, every man in America should want, including myself. You All want right. that body? Uh, I want to be it. I don't want it, you but you know see, what I'm saying. You stole my uh, Cesaro thunder. Yeah, but here, but here, but here's the funny <laughs> oh, I'm thing. Sorry, Cole, I no, didn't I mean to do that. Here's the funny thing. When he enters the ring, Sheamus is laughing at him. Like Sheamus is laughing yeah. at his new simplistic Brumer San Martino style attire. Shamu is jealous. Uh, Shamu. Sheamus. Shamu. Sheamus. <laughs> Not. He's jealous. Well, well, who knows? I mean, Sheamus is the bigger man, and, you know, last week, when we had Sheamus and Wade Barrett, that match, for the most part, was, you know, like I was saying, it was a good old brawl, lots of punching, mm-hmm. you know, punches and kicks, especially in the early going. This match started very technical. Lots of side headlocks, scissors holes, drop toe holds, hammer locks, you know, a bunch of your basic, like, day one, day two wrestling training type moves, but, like, all done, you know, to perfection, and, you know, you can never forget the basics, and they're, you know, and they were providing the basics, and actually putting on a good show with them, if you ask me, but then, all of a sudden, we go from that technicality, the technical wrestling, to another deadlift gut wrench by Cesaro, and mind you, Sheamus is nearly 280 pounds, and he just, is just carrying him around the ring like he weighs like half of my weight, Yeah, which is <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's all good. It's all good. You know, the commentators on this show were saying that uh, Cesaro, for his workout training regimen, he takes a 200-pound bag and holds it on his shoulders and then hikes up hills. That's some crazy stuff. Did you did you see the the tout that uh, we retouted? He was busy. Yeah, he was busy. Like yeah, slamming around like a giant. Yeah, he sandbag. said if you can if you can hit. I mean, if you can ki- wait. Pick up a body bag and toss it around. You could pick up a human body. I cannot speak. Right. Excuse me. Well, and, and then and then from there, Cesaro just continued utter dominance for like the first half of this match, including uh, whipping Sheamus in from the outside. So like along the apron, whipping him into the ring post. And while Sheamus is kind of hunched over there. We get a beautiful kick sandwiching mm-hmm. Sheamus's head in between Cesaro's boot and the ring post. What a sandwich. And, I mean, Sheamus, on a lot of matches years ago, if you saw a move like that, that guy is out. The match yeah. is over. And Sheamus just kind of falls very hard onto the ring floor. And uh, from there, I believe, is when we... Uh, go to commercial, and when we come back, we had to see a little clip during the commercial break. Right after that move, Cesaro hit his double stomp mm-hmm. from the apron onto the mat onto Sheamus. Yeah, it's fantastic move. Yeah, exact. Mwah, indeed, brilliance. Yep. Are you guys kissing each other? No, we're we're, we're kissing no, the girl. the move. We're kissing the move. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that girl, but you know where and I flow and where I flow. So anyway, let's, let's continue. Let's where? Yeah, I love that stomp. That, that's at the, at the clubs. At the clubs. <laughs> at the clubs. Better believe it. Camera cash flows at the clubs. <laughs> um, and then Sheamus finally gets a little bit of offense in. He counters with a nice Irish curse backbreaker. And 
Um, and then Sheamus even repays the favor from earlier in the match and does the same Irish whip into the ring post that Cesaro did earlier on. You don't really see that very often when a guy ends up repeating the same move mm-hmm. um, later on in the match. And I kind of like that once in a while. Yeah, it was fun. I the whole match was good, but uh, Rosie, you got to forgive me, man. But no, no worries. What's a guy, up? Uh, there's the Rock is, uh, is in the chat. The Rock's in the chat room. <laughs> the Rock. He's so busy, and he has the time to sit in the chat room. That's amazing. And he's saying that if uh, Bob Backlund and May Young had a child, that'd be me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would love that. All the wrestling knowledge I would have. And the sex appeal that Mae Young yeah. has. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, I'd be on top of the moon, man. Hey, man, I never forget when her and Sexual Chocolate had a baby. or It was more like a hand. The baby like hand? Out. That was some crazy <laughs> stuff. Did you see that, the hand that flew out? Many years ago. Mm, I don't think so. All right, well, yeah, you, you, I'm sure you could probably find it on, on YouTube. It's You don't want to see it. I don't know if... I don't know if they call it one of the highlights of the Attitude Era, but it was during it. It's a little graphic. <laughs> a little graphic. Um... And Cesaro, though, starts to fight back and locks in, uh, well, tries to lock in the cross-faced chicken wing. And, you know, because last week we were seeing him try to apply the sleeper. This week it's the chicken wing. But Sheamus fights out of it. And then Sheamus eventually tries to go to the top rope to hit, you know, his flying shoulder tackle. But as he leaps into the air... Boom! European uppercut. Beautiful. Right on the money by Cesaro. And you got to think, like, that's got to do it. Goes for the cover. One, two. Nope. But no. no nope. But then the brilliance and Matt te- technician of Cesaro, he doesn't start complaining. He's not taunting to the crowd. He's continuing to brawl. Locks in the crossface chicken wing again. Mm-hmm. And he's got it in for a good amount of time this time. And that is one of the most painful submissionals. Actually, in this week's WWE inbox on their YouTube page, they had Bret Hart answer a bunch of questions. And he said by far the most painful submission hold he's ever been in was Bob Backlund's crossface chicken wing. Mm-hmm. So we've seen Cesaro do it. But Sheamus reaches the ropes. And again, once Cesaro releases the hold, climbs right back on top of him and starts clubbing away. And then starts getting ready, goes for the neutralizer, but Sheamus countered it into um, into a white noise, which then Cesaro kind of out of it again. It was counter versus counter versus counter. And then out of nowhere, a bro kick. And then that's the match. And Sheamus wins. Out of nowhere, sudden shock. really upset me because Cesaro completely dominates, not with just strength, but with his showmanship and everything, and yet he loses. But Sheamus is likable, lovable. And since you hated on uh, Christian, I want to say that someone in the chat called him. Hey, I did a hate. That was, that was a quote. <laughs> I don't mind. Hey, I'd be honored to be Bob Backlund and Mae Young's love child. I'm fine with that. It's, the Rock says, Call Roy, why did you bring Giant Gonzalez, a legitimate son, to sit with you? BS, man. <laughs> A bunch of he's not that <laughs> tall. He's not. He's not seven seven. Like. And then this guy talks about my hair. He says that uh, <laughs> uh, my, the hair sticking out uh, uh, right here looks like the patch around a monkey strudel. <laughs> what in the blue hell? <laughs> well, let, well, let's let's talk about let's talk about Seamus for a second because yeah, with this match, because that. if you think about it, Seamus, I don't think gets enough credit for his ring work. I mean, he's obviously one of the top. Baby faces in WWE, no question about that. But his 
wrestling ability and the people he wrestles like, when he wrestles against people is very underrated. We had a fantastic match last week against a brawler in Barrett, and we get an excellent match this week against a grappler and technical skills of Cesaro. He's had good matches against Big Show. He's had good matches against Mark Henry. He's had good matches against Orton. I mean, so the guy can it's work true. with anyone. It's true, yeah. Yeah. And he looks great doing it. Yeah, I disagree. Uh, because I don't really care about Sheamus, and I thought his uh, ring maneuvers in this match just didn't weren't up to par. Really? Yeah. How? It How just, do you decide it, that? It seemed like Cesaro was carrying this match, you know? The way it ended was just absolutely uh, mind-boggling and baffling, and... Uh, and I'll further my analysis is when we get to start ratings a uh, portion of this. Well, uh, but we're, getting, we're just about to get to that. But I personally, I kind of like the ending because it kind of emphasized that that bro kick can come out of nowhere. And it's supposed to be, you know, that's supposed to be like as devastating as, say, Shawn Michaels' sweet chin music. Because yeah. when he hits that out of nowhere, I don't, it doesn't matter if you're 30 seconds into the match or a half hour into the match. Your opponent's done. I know. I was... You know, I'm just always rooting for Cesaro, and I was very disappointed. Even though I knew that that, that was probably what was going to happen, I just wish it didn't end like that. Well, he, he, well, he moves, put on... After all those fabulous moves. Well, he put on a tremendous show, as he s- tends to always do. And again, Sheamus, especially these last couple of months to me, I think has been fantastic. Uh, so for me, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give this match three and a half stars. I thought I thought <laughs> I thought it was a fun match. Um, I thought great moves by both guys. Told a story well. Really made Cesaro look good. Made Sheamus's bro kick look good. Fun match. Three and a half. Nice. Cameron's ready to throw stuff at me. What in the blue hell? Boy? That's the second time you said that today. Yeah, and the Rock said <laughs> it the most. Uh, I don't know about the Rock in the chat here, but. But let me tell you something. You know, uh, I got a lot to say about this uh, match here, and uh, let's begin. First, I got to talk about the commentating. You know, I said it last week. Tony Schiavone was the man back in WCW, Nitro, Thunder. He was the El Amigo of the wrestling business. And now we got Ricardo Rodriguez, and you know what he said? He <laughs> I, said, I know what you're about to say, which said, which we all laughed at. He said, Mamma Mia! Rick- he was quoted in saying that during the match. <laughs> Ricardo Mia. Rodriguez went Italian on us. Has Ricardo forgot that the guy has, is from Hispanic descent? He is not Italian. He's world-renowned. No, you got to stay <laughs> consistent. This man is not a commentator. Get rid of him. Now let's continue. <laughs> the other thing is, that I don't like here, folks, is that Cesaro... He was dominating this match. He yep. was the domineerer. Yeah. Cesaro hit him with the knee. Flying. The knee. top rope knee drop also excellent. Yes, we forgot to mention Whoa, that. We you, forgot to mention that one. How did you forget that? But I, I must have skipped it in my notes. I apologize. Like I said, I'm tired. Bear with me. It's okay. <laughs> but when he did that, man, if that was me on the floor, I'd be knocked out dead. Absolutely uh, gone to the... Uh, and and mind you, he did it with no knee pads. Yeah, yes. Uh, so double the damage. Double and the damage. On, on him, too. You, 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 that's right. And then, not only that, what other move did he do? Cross-face chicken wing. Oh, whoops, yep. I almost did the uh, uh, wrong the, thing the, the cross-face chicken wing, the double stomp on the outside, yeah, the uh, uppercut. Uh, there you go. And then suddenly, out of nowhere... You don't even realize the motion in the ocean. This man, Seamus, suddenly hits him with what? 
a bro kick, and then a one, two, three. Folks, that's disgusting. To accept that, it's a disgrace to the wrestling business. And this is why I have to give this match a two stars. <gasps> I think that's kind of low. I, I, I'm disagreeing I, with you so I much right now. I thought it was an overall yeah, Cora, great match. Think? I really enjoyed it. That that boot was awesome. The chicken wing was great. The knee thing was great. Look, people. His, his, he was on top of the ring when he... I'm not the ring, the rope. Apron. Apron. When he... Oh, you're talking about when the uppercut? Yeah. He was on the he, top rope, yeah. Yeah, and he barely does that. And, oh, fantastic match. I really enjoyed it. My favorite match this week so far. I would have given it also three and a half stars. Look, uh-huh. people, look. You know, they had some great ring uh, abilities here. But I take into account everything. Am I going to remember this match tomorrow? Probably not. Am I going to remember the commentating? Hell, I don't want I'm going to remember. This match was better than anything on Raw this week. Well, hey, man, Raw's been just crapping out so on the you, building for is, a while now. Would you agree that Cesaro is one of your favorite wrestlers right now? Absolutely. So wh- does that not give it any kind of boost that I've you enjoyed watching him? I've got to keep myself unbiased. I understand being unbiased, but like, let's, let, let's be honest, Cameron. Besides, we know you're a big fan of Cesaro. What other... Uh, you're a fan of The Shield. Uh, aren't you overall kind of a fan of The Shield? A little bit. A little bit. Who else are you like real big fans of right now in mm-hmm. WWE? Uh, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, yes. okay. Punk. And Punk. Chris Jericho Punk. Yeah, that's about it. Fandango? Oh, Fandango. Beautiful okay. man. All right. Yeah. But yeah, so needless to say, you know, we're we're trying to, you know, pull things through. And you know what? You know what's something that would actually get five stars when you think about it? Is that brand new comedy movie called Serial Buddies. Oh, definitely. What's that? Hey, you know what, Steven? I'm gonna tell you about it. I'm really excited. Are you great? <laughs> um, you know, after Buzz came out with this fantastic movie and it's now out available on DVD and Blu-ray and for digital download. It's a hilarious serial buddy comedy. If you want to combine Dexter and Dumb and Dumber, you get this movie. It's got... That's a good one. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a good pair? Mm-hmm. It's got a, uh, a great cast and you got Christopher Lloyd is in it. Artie Lang is in it. Kathy Lee Gifford is in it. Uh, Shooter McGavin, Christopher McDonald's in it. And Aro Marie Menudos is also in it who also produced it along with Kevin Undergaro. It is absolutely hilarious and we want you all to see this movie. We all want you to purchase the movie because any money that comes from that comes to help this AfterBuzz studio. Prevents us from dealing with pop-ups. Prevents us from all of a sudden stopping and having little commercial breaks. You know, guys, that we don't do fun. commercials here at AfterBuzz TV. We don't. We don't do commercials. We, we don't. provide all this content to you guys for free. Yes. So one way you can help us out is by going to iTunes and downloading Serial Buddies. That's right. And you can also go to their website, SerialBuddies.com, where they have a big old red button on the, web, on the website, which makes it really easy to purchase it. And, you know, you can follow them on Twitter, at Serial underscore Buddies. You can also always follow AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, as well as Marie Menudos on Twitter as well. So make sure you check out that movie. As we then checked out a, another recap of this past Monday Night Raw that involved Triple H, Stephanie, and Mr. McMahon and their whole interaction from Raw. Pretty much, Triple H was scheduled to wrestle Curtis mm-hmm. Axel this mm-hmm. Monday on Raw. Stephanie and Vince both made surprise appearances on Raw, came out and said, sorry, but not so many words. We care about Triple H more than you guys, so we're not going to let him wrestle because we want to protect him. That match is not happening, much to the crowd's dismay. Triple H arrives 
pissed off about it because he wants to wrestle, but Vince won't allow him to. And then we see Triple H leave and say, next week on Raw, as soon as Raw goes on the air, I'm going to be in that ring and I'm going to wrestle Curtis Axel. Blah, 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 blah. No, blah, blah, blah. blah. No. You know, Jericho made that blah <laughs> infamous uh, not too long ago. I forgot from what portion it was. Oh, I believe it was from Raw's. Uh, uh, two weeks ago with Heyman. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, that's pretty much. Uh, I'm in agreement with uh, that blah blah for uh, this kind of storyline right now. I didn't really get it. You know, uh, what's the point? You know, Vince and Steph say Triple H can't compete. Triple H can't compete. Is this supposed to build some energy for the almighty uh, match at Payback or next week on Raw? Because I can almost feel that it's probably not going to happen next week on Raw. They're going to leave it for the PPV. And furthermore, uh, I mean, what can we expect from Triple H versus Curtis Axel? What can, can we, we ex- expect? Can I think we, we can expect a, a very match? good. I think we can expect a very good match because Curtis Axel. I think I mentioned this a week or two ago. Reminds me, as far as his wrestling styles, of a young Triple H, mm-hmm. and I think they wrestle very, very similar to each other. And you know, I think eventually they can put on a good match. And this, this is showing like Vince and Stephanie saying no, you can't wrestle. That's showing because like they're afraid that Curtis Axel will do damage to. To Triple H to further damage, whether it's you know the concussion or other injuries, and I'm I was okay with this. It was a it was a surprise for them to appear, and but I mean I I was fine with it. It was hilarious because all of a sudden they come out to huge cheers, and then just like that, in, in typical McMahon fashion, because everyone in their family is so good with it. Mm-hmm. In typical McMahon, just by the snap of the fingers, all of a sudden the entire crowd hated them. I and I thought, and I thought it was hilarious. Well, yeah, it's a testament to how great Vince McMahon and the McMahon family are when it comes to uh, in-ring uh, charisma. It really is—they uh, are impeccable at it. But you know, like I said, I'm not really feeling this match, and I'll be very surprised if it really, uh, you know, gets gets me gets me going. You know what I'm saying? Well, from there we come back to main event, and we got the Usos getting ready. For some tag team action. But there was no pyro. Yes, there was. There was? Yeah. They had their whole entrance. Oh. Well, Where were you? I don't know. I was sitting right next to you. I think I was chatting with the pre-chatters about how upset I was about Cesaro losing. Oh, maybe. But anyways. But yeah, but the Usos <laughs> came out. And and I'll tell you what, though. They're they're building their way up. They, they are not. I'm making a clarification. I am proclaiming that the Usos are no longer... The lowest people on the card with Pyro. I think I think I, they finally have surpassed that. Yeah, and because of that, you can no longer make that statement. I know, and I kind of feel sad because I love. It's okay. You will I find another one. You will statement. find another one, just for them. But anyway, the Usos—they're—they're they're going to take on Team Road Scholars. But before that match kicks off, we find out that this Friday on SmackDown, Miz TV is going to have. Randy Orton and Team Hell No on as guests, mm-hmm. stemming from their match on Raw, their fantastic six-man tag match they had on Raw against the Shield. And, you know, the, this last week's SmackDown and this past Raw have really been, I mean, as much as we all, like, love Daniel Bryan, it's really been all of a sudden him, like, coming out and being like, this is I know. the top. Guy, oh. yeah, he's he's coming out with gusto. Yeah, you said it. It is mucho gusto. Is that even grammatically correct? That's fine. Yeah, Move that's on. good. Y- y- you <laughs> got it. Indeed. 
Daniel Bryan, he is the common man of the World Wrestling Entertainment. And to see him really, really get the crowd going, get so much fan appreciation. It the is, crowd absolutely loves him. It is historic, people. It's absolutely historic. And you know, and it reminds me of back in the day when I once interviewed a common band by the name of Young the Giant. And uh, similar, the similarity here is that this band of people did not see themselves or act like above the regular human being. They did not wear the fancy apparels like Lady Gaga looking all crazy. This is why I love Daniel Bryan, because he's a common man. He's got that beard. He looks like an everyday truck driver on the street. And that's why I love him. Yeah, he's, he's, no, he's just been... He's fantastic. He's been absolutely outstanding. Uh, fantastic. I think people connect with him. They connect with they him. Really they love leaving their comments. They love saying five stars for Daniel Bryan. And you know who else should get five stars? This podcast because it's awesome like that i told you i'm tired that's the best segue i can come up with right now that was a really good segue okay (laughs) get this man no we're good but yeah you guys can always check out itunes drink that water buddy i'm I'm good i'm good you can go to itunes and you could rate us that five-star rating leave comments and make sure you subscribe and tell friends about main event after buzz we also do after buzz for monday night raw we also do after buzz for Friday night smackdown we also do after buzz for the freaking pay-per-views as well as if there's a TV show you like, we probably do an after buzz on it. So make sure you check it all out, as well as you know our YouTube page where we love seeing your comments. We want to hear com hear comments, read comments from you guys because we want to know what you like about the show. We want to know what maybe you want us to improve on in the show to make the show more entertaining for you guys. So please leave comments on iTunes, iTunes or YouTube or. Leave us a tout at Emmy After Buzz and, you know, shout us out. And, you know, if we like the touts, we will put them on the air here. We do like the touts. We do enjoy the touts. In fact, um, why don't we, before we get in this match real quick, you you got a tout about uh, Mr. Uh, CM Punk, didn't you? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you forget? I no, no, no. I remember. <laughs> I remember, I remember. And that reminds me, Rosie. Did you forget about the most immaculate bet that's ever been here? Oh, the the dollar bet? I always feel weird that he has a dollar bill next to you. He just has a one dollar bill right next to you. Girl, you always got to carry the bills in the front pocket (laughs) for the tips, for everything, including my McDonald's Big Mac that I get after this show. (laughs) Folks, this one dollar bill. Will be bet upon me versus you, Christian Rosenberg. Okay, okay. You better hold that desk and oh, table like you yeah. can't hold it. I'm holding it just fine. Okay. So, but so, so we we got but we got a towel talking about Punk and Jericho too, right? So tell what the bet is about. The bet the bet was you think Jericho was going to beat CM Punk at WWE Payback, and now if you could, Stephen, Colton Extreme Best. Show him or uh, show his Yeah, tout. this tout and see what he had to say about that match. The rise of Daniel Bryan. Oh, and talk about Daniel Bryan as well. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. CM Punk versus Jericho. I'm going with my boy Jericho. CM Punk will probably win. Well, that makes zero sense. That- 
was a cool top, though. <laughs> it was cool how he ended everything, but I he's like, it. I'm going with my boy Jericho. CM Punk's going to win. Hey, he's just adding <laughs> some reality. That's a situation. man who can't he, he can't decide because two great competitors he only had going at it. Seconds, so he needed to get to the punchline, and <laughs> well, I get it. And well, thank you decided, for that towel. He decided. He decided on Chris Jericho, but he, he's feeling that the WWE committee is going to say that CM Punk is going to win this one. But let me say something. He sided with me, so that that should tell you something, man. Are you sure that CM Punk's going to win this match? Yes. There's n- yeah, no brainer. Oh really? Oh really? <laughs> yeah, no, no brainer. Are we gonna have to make then our predictions again? You're not gonna be able again. to win this dollar, buddy. Uh, we'll see. Well, let's yeah. Now let's get back as the Usos are taking on the Road Scholars, and for like the first several minutes, like as in like maybe six, seven, eight minutes, it was all Usos, just. Complete dominance, and meanwhile, the commentators were actually talking about how Damian Sandow, he's had his issues with Sheamus, so it's kind of random for him to be in this tag team match while he's got this little feud going on with Sheamus, and this Friday on SmackDown, he's supposed to have another, like, you know, intelligent battle to have with with Sheamus uh, this week, so I'm curious on that, because I've thoroughly enjoyed those segments with Damian Sandow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of both Sandow and Cody. I don't know about Damian Sandow. Sandow's a fantastic uh, speaker. Yes, but the yes. man is a total ripoff. With all due respect to Damian Sandow, he's a good wrestler, but he's a total ripoff of the genius Lanny Poffo. Wow, how, how? Because he acts smart. Exactly. Okay, are you going to say the same thing about Dean Douglas and Matt Stryker and no, it's Bob Backlund did more it too? No, just a little smart man. He's wearing that robe in, in substitution to the graduation costume. I mean, come on, people. It's obvious. It's obvious. People, you two... He's wearing a bathrobe. The genius wore like a cap and gown. That's what I said. He wore a graduation costume. Right. It's in substitution for it. But people, YouTube Lanny Poffo. Yeah. All right. So... And, but it was kind of interesting because from there, during the match, Ricardo, you know, they're talking about how the Usos have been on fire and maybe building their way up to a tag team title shot. And then Ricardo on commentary mentions, well, you know, they've, they, the, you know, we got the Shield as tag team champions, but they haven't faced a team like the Usos yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they have faced them and they did. beaten them like three weeks ago Where? on SmackDown. Oh. The, uh, the Shield beat That's the Usos. Right. I mean, and, and they beat him in a six-man tag, too. But you got to love the Usos with that face. Oh, thing. I love the Usos. Don't they get me wrong. Immaculate. I love it. I, I just found it funny that Ricardo's like, yeah, the Shields never faced a team like the Usos. Well, they just faced them recently. i got to say, when they win the tag team championships, and believe it or not, they will, it'll be a wonderful You think moment. they're going to be the ones to take them from the Shield? Oh, yeah. You better believe it. No brother. way. Steven says no way. Did, no way. Steven chimes that in. That would be a... Fantastic! That would surprise. be one of the biggest upsets in wrestling in years yeah, if they pull it off, how? which would be awesome. Yeah, which would be fan. I I would love it. Don't get me wrong. I don't see it happening. But that if that if that happened, I would give you two dollars if something like that happened. The one dollar is good enough. But, <laughs> but Christian, yes. think about it, man. They already are putting in the psychological priming. The Ustos are smart, baby. They wear that face mask, and they are building up. What did they say tonight on main event? The Civitao. They're getting ready for war. They're getting ready for war against who? The Shield. And when they win, people, it's going to be historic. And that's why I love the Usos. Yeah, Beautiful tactic. The only way I can see the Usos beating the Shield is if the Shield turn against each other. Because right now they're just trying to build up Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, so putting them against each other could make their solo. Well, 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 no, Stephen, I do have to correct you on that, because they, they are building them all separately. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns as a tag champions, mm-hmm. and Dean Ambrose separately. Uh, uh, my but, bad. No, that's all right. 
But, I mean, they, they, the Shield has been going back and forth with Team Hell No, so they're not exactly paying attention to the Usos slowly rising up that ladder to get the shot. So who knows? Maybe the match would happen when the Shield isn't ready for them. Always, and we'll and we and we would see what happens. I'm always happy to see the Usos or people who are on main event quite often go on to slowly, slowly move on, yeah. move on up. Yeah. And meanwhile, we had another though. Like I said, even though they were, Usos were fairly dominant in the first chunk in this match. This was another entertaining tag team mm-hmm. match. Uh, Road Scholars, you know, eventually take control. Uh, Cody had a nice neck breaker. Then Sandow comes in, puts on, you know, nails his elbow of the stain. Um, Jimmy Uso finally um, gets tagged in, starts cleaning the house, nails his dragon whip kick, which is looking better and better. The yeah. more he does it, the better it looks. And then with that, like, Umaga. They need a name for the damn butt slam, because I hate saying I the I butt call, slam. I keep Just, calling it the butt to the face. I the, call it, like, the booty slap. The booty, the booty slap. The that's, booty that's slap. That's a girl move. <laughs> and, uh, the booty slap. I've some divas do that uh, move as well. They, ha- they have done Naomi it. Naomi does it. They have done yeah. it. Um, but then, you know, Road Scholars keep fighting back. Cody Rhodes nails the disaster kick, but um, only gets a two count. And then while Sandow at this point has been thrown out of the ring and a blind tag made by Jey Uso where Cody doesn't see it, and all of a sudden Cody walks into a super kick by Jimmy, followed by the top rope splash from Jay, And the Usos, they beat the primetime players on Raw. Yeah. And a lot of people consider this an upset beating a former multi-time tag team champion and intercontinental champion in Cody Rhodes, as well as Damian Sandow on main event. I was really surprised that they beat them on Raw, primetime players. So Yeah, then that was an entertaining match on Raw, too. Yeah, it was. They're making the Usos look good these last few weeks. I'm enjoying it. I really enjoyed this match. I'm giving this, um, I'm giving this match a three-star. I thought it was a fun tag you, match. You and I are seeing eye-to-eye, because I would also Maybe it's the glasses this week. Maybe, maybe I can see more clearly maybe, now. Yeah, maybe you can see clearly. So you're giving a three as well. <laughs> yes, I'm absolutely giving it a three. I really enjoyed this one, and I'm really excited to see uh, how much more they're going to produce uh, Usos. Let's see, Cameron, what did you, you think? You know, folks, I've been kind of, you know, uh, processing the prior feedback I've been giving about uh, the Road Scholars. And, you know, when I think about it, you know... I'm not quite sure what this music is, but go on. The rain is gone. I can oh, I like clean. to use this music yeah, it's kind of uh, This is like a, a Cameron thinking music. Well, that's my music. Oh. I like oh, this to use song. it during uh, ocean times, but uh, that's for another day. I can but, see but let me just say, you know, I was maybe a little hard on uh, the you, Damien Sandow. You know, uh, though he, I feel he does share a lot of Lanny Poffo's gimmick. gimmick. You know, I just love Lanny Poffo. You know, he was mm-hmm. the brother of the macho man, this Randy Keith Savage. So, but, uh, you know, one thing I liked about Damien Sandow was his tights tonight. That look like Rick Martell. Yeah, you mentioned that, like the pink yeah, tights like Rick Martell would wear. And, yeah. you know, I'm still digging. They just have such a unique look. Both him and uh, Cody Rhodes with that mustache. They look like something out of the 19... love stash. They look like a 19... Mm. They look like they just came out of a 1976 disco tech, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, whatever that is. And so I'm going to give that match about a... About a um, a two and one fourth. Two and one fourth. Was that was I, I that like, one fourth hard for that, you? That was one fourth. That difficult. was one fourth higher than Sheamus and Cesaro for. Because I, I just wasn't happy. You that, weren't you weren't just happy with that, the bro kick match and the sudden end no, of that match. You know, it was it had a lot of beautiful moves. Right. It had a lot of beautiful moves, but the commentating didn't cut the mustard. Just didn't cut the mustard, and I didn't like the end. I I do have to say though. I mean, I have you know kind of 
because I'm not a like I've said in the past, I'm not a fan of Miz being a commentator. Not that he's not a good commentator, mm-hmm. just not I don't like a current wrestler as a commentator. But him and Josh Matthews actually work very well together. Ricardo, I love him to death, but I don't know why he's there. Um, I know, I'm if it was Josh, if it was Josh and the Miz, I think the commentary would be a lot more entertaining, personally. But that, that's that's just me. Well, uh, they're, they're probably working on doing something with Ricardo. They might be. We'll see. So we'll see. We no. shall see as time goes on. You know, the Rock in the chat is uh, criticizing. The Rock's all over the chat room I don't tonight. know what's going on, but well, he's so criticizing. Let's, let's just keep going. Let's keep going. Oh, yeah, if he's not, if, yeah, if he's got nothing nice to say, then we won't say it. Uh, <laughs> Talking about monkeys. Recap. Um, we got a recap of. Ryback and Cena again, but really this recap had nothing new to it that we haven't seen. Like, it didn't even really have what happened on Raw in that recap. It was just still building up their three stages of Hell match. So, really nothing new to say about it because they, they just kind of brought up the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. You looked a little queasy there, Christian. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about queasy, but yeah, I mean, it's just, like, it was just like, it was just like, like, give me something new to work with, and they didn't. The one thing I know about Ryback is he blows a lot of gas. I mean, out of his face. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he, uh, I feel like he's taking up a place. How about how he destroyed Kofi and Daniel Bryan with tables the last couple shows? Love well, him. that's that's that. You need a lot of he table. destroyed Kofi on SmackDown. See, that's he not did. right. That's just destroyed not right. him. He was like, "Let me make, uh, let me show everyone what I can do with Kofi." And then, and then, and then I don't know if you noticed on Raw when he put Daniel Bryan through the table, how he definitely did not. Um, Slam him in the correct part of the table. You're supposed to you're supposed to slam a guy through the center of the table. <laughs> it, like so, if here's the center, he was like over here, which then caused like the legs of the table to just like bounce into Daniel Bryan. You could have paralyzed that poor he, man. He could have hurt the guy severely. Hopefully, he. But Daniel Bryan got him good with that like Indian. What was it that, that the Indian Deathlock? That was beautiful, folks. You gotta, another old school submission. YouTube that match because Daniel Bryan was fantastic. I'm loving all these old school submissions that are coming back. The sleeper hold, the cross face chicken wing, the Indian death lock. I'm a fan of the old school submissions. Me too. And I'm, I'm excited to start seeing them come back. Now I just want one of them to be like the finishing hole. Like one of them be so devastating that they have to tap out to it. They not just a signature move. Absolutely. they got to start committing to these signature moves. And uh, not to mention last week, uh, Sheamus, he used that cloverleaf. Texas cloverleaf. Another one. Yeah. But then he forgot to do it this week. You know, come well, on. Well, you don't need to he use it every week. Forget. You don't you need know. to do it every single week. But that's how it gets its, its power. It's, it's oomph. He actually, um, there, he didn't do the, um, well, he set up for the white noise, but he didn't actually hit it on, on um, Cesaro this week. So that's like the move that normally leads to the bro kick, right. and he didn't even hit that this yeah, week. Yeah, so. that's why it was an ultimate you know, surprise. So one, which is kind of cool. But, mm-hmm. you know, so that's one of the things. Like, wrestlers can have so many signature moves, and it's more so the baby faces that have the signature moves. Now, you don't see many heels with signature moves. Um, and, like, they try to help build it up. But they have those moves in their arsenal, but they don't need to necessarily use them to lead up to their finisher. My opinion. Take it as you may. What's your opinion? And let's, and let's take a look at the same wrestling tights once again of one Justin Gabriel as he makes his way to the ring. I was waiting for him to say it, and he sure did. <laughs> As soon as he came out, same color trunks again. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, Usos had different color trunks Justin this week. Gabriel is one of they the did. best athletes in the WWE. I'd be a liar not to acknowledge it. 
but is this guy uh does he not have enough finances or something literally the I same why are the same tights why for that, the last two months now well why does that even matter well the poor wrestlers they probably he's probably sticking up the joint I, I, I'm, I'm sure he washes them. I'm sure he washes them. <laughs> Whoa, you never know. You cannot smell from the television set. I, this is true, but I, I would just hope for his and his opponent's sake. Speaking of his opponent, he takes on a man returning to WWE television. He's been off for nearly a year. Um, the return of Kurt Hawkins, who as you know, started out as the major brothers of Zack Ryder. Then they formed... Um, like part of the Rated R Army was tag team champions and kind of faded off to obscurity. Reemerged, teaming with Tyler Rex. And then Tyler Rex suddenly left the company. Uh-huh. And right as he left the company, poor Kurt Hawkins te- tears his pectoral and was out for a long time. He just actually appeared on NXT about a week ago as well, and now back on uh, WWE TV. So we'll see. We'll see if they can think of something for him because. He's been around for like six years. He's a solid wrestler. He just needs to find. Maybe. He needs to find a gimmick. Maybe Absolutely. maybe they can bring uh, him and Zack Ryder back together again. And maybe may, they. I mean, right now they're not really doing anything with Zack Ryder. Why yeah. not add another tag team to they, the division? Bring they them back. Physically fit together, and I. And they are really boosting the tag division again. Mm -hmm. Um, You got the Wyatt family coming in that we talked about last week where, you know, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, they're the current NXT tag champions. That's another tag team that's going to be added to the mix. So why not? That's actually a great idea to make them pair up. Look at you, Corey. (laughs) Look at the the glasses. The glasses did it. You're seeing clear, as you were saying. (laughs) Might happen again. I got to say, too, I was so happy to see Kurt Hawkins, his return here on Main Event. I have not seen this man in so long on WWE television that it was wonderful to see this man in action. And we almost didn't recognize him with the shorter hair. You know, he, cut, he chopped the hair. Yeah, we mm-hmm. talked about that. You know, that it maybe gives him a little bit of a stale look. But you know, no, something? I like the short hair. Like I said before, I can't grow long hair. It only grows. Yours up. just goes up. And so, or through this. And so you know, <laughs> it looks for all the holes to come out of it. But you know, that's the thing. Like. He doesn't look stale to me. He he had a, he has a solid move set. Someone just give this man a microphone and let's see what he can do. It would be an absolute shame to just uh, release this wrestler, which I'm sure they have contemplated. So I, we got to see more of this man. And uh, I liked and I liked him it, in action tonight. And you know, and it was a fun. It was a quick, fun little match. Actually, Hawkins, for the most part, in control in a match, hit a big clothesline early on. Um, you know, a few punches in the turnbuckle. Locks in a, um, like a variation of a sleeper until Justin Gabriel finally um, gains some control. But then Hawkins out of nowhere with a nice Pele kick. Mm-hmm. I was just like, where did that move come from out of Kurt Hawkins' arsenal? He's I, like, I'm back. I'm back, and I can do this move now. <laughs> and it looked great. Only got a two count, though. And then, and, and this was like really quick to the finish. All of a sudden, he whipped Gabriel to the turnbuckle. Gabriel kicks him from there, and Hawkins falls down, and all of a sudden... Gabriel pops up the top rope, nails the 450 splash, but nails it really well. Mm-hmm, that was and amazing. gets the three count. And Justin Gabriel with a quick win over the returning uh, Kurt Hawkins. This match, like, mm-hmm. I thought it was fun. I, 
I really didn't mind Gabriel winning. I would have also liked Hawkins winning, being a TV return. Mm -hmm. But it could have gone either way. Fun, simple little match, two and a half stars. Oh my gosh, you said my score again. <laughs> we are just we were oh just on goodness. the same page this whole show. I would also give it two and a half stars. It was enjoyable. I liked it. It was it was good. And I, Justin Gabriel's music is growing on me, by the way. It's growing on you? It's really growing on okay. me. Okay. Yeah, is, is it as good as Cesaro's music? Of course not. <laughs> Gosh, Cody. I just got to say, you know, before I give my analysis, you look wonderful in those glasses. Oh, thank you. It, is it just so... <laughs> I can't even find the word for it. Beautiful. <laughs> thank beautiful. you. All right, Cameron, what did you think of this match? You know, another solid match here on WWE Main Event. I got to give this one a one and three-fourths. It was not something that I was jumping up and down and smacking myself. Some people do, you know... Uh, that little sounds a little crazy, but yeah, I'm gonna give this one a one and three fourths. Okay. And, uh, I gotta say, for Kurt you, Hawkins, that's like an average match. So I got exactly, exactly. Yeah. I gotta say though, Kurt Hawkins. I want to see more of you, buddy. I want to see more of Hawkins. Wait, so your average match gets a what was your rating? Like his, av- like an average match for him is around like one and three quarter stars. Oh, no, I would say about a uh, yeah, yeah, that's about right. Well, I mean, no, that's the equivalent. Like if us they say an average ma- match two is two and, and a half. For you, it's one and three quarter, or we're like one and three, between one and three quarter and two. You know, we'll go up to two for you. Um, but I mean, you know, people, you know, criticize things different ways. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Of course not. Yeah, some of us, some of us have finer tastes. I mean, you know, I'm, I, you're never, you're probably never going to hear me give a match a five star rating on this show. Well, you never know. Have you you never know. Had, you never, you in never the know. History of your wrestling knowledge, has there ever been a five star match that you can just? Poof off your head. Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect, SummerSlam 91. There you go. My all-time favorite match. There you go. But but again, that's my opinion on a match. And we want to hear everyone else's opinions as well. So that's why make sure you leave comments on iTunes and YouTube. And you could talk to us on Twitter in the meantime between now and next week. And Cameron Cash, how can they reach... Rach, reach you on Twitter. That's what I'm trying Maybe to say. You need Folks, I need I a nap. <laughs> Folks, I know it's a little, a little energetic today. Some might argue a little bit too much, and uh, I would, uh, I would uh, put that toward the, all the Baba Ganoush I had earlier today with my uh, <laughs> the Baba Ganoush. Yeah, that was, <laughs> have you ever had Baba Ganoush? With, uh, not a long time. Hummus, <laughs> someone had uh, Arabian bread. Do I have, do I have, do I have to go out do for a meal just... with Cameron Cash? Would you have a five star match in history of wrestling? Would I? Or do have you have one? Do you, do you? Of course I do. And I'm going to give that, uh, let's see, uh, it would have to be the TLC match at SummerSlam 2000. I think ah. it was Dudley Boys. Dudley Hardys, Hardys and Edge and Christian. Yep. All right. Five stars for that one. Great. All right, people. Uh, you can reach me at L Exposed. No E before the X. People, tell us your thoughts. We want to know what you think. And we'll put it right here on the big screen here on the main event after Buzz After Show. And you can find me at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S on Twitter and my Facebook page. And catch Game Control Live this Saturday right here on AfterBuzz TV at noon and chat with us. All right. And you could follow me on Twitter at CRosieVOC. If you're a big fan of NBC's The Voice, I do that AfterBuzz show as well. Monday nights at 10 Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern. So if you're up late at night, check it out. As well as if you're in the Indio Palm Springs area. This Sunday, I'll be at Alpha Omega Wrestling, along with actually Ryan Morrill's Club from the Raw After Buzz will be competing there as well. I'll be calling the action. Hope to see you guys there. And until next week, for Cameron and Corey, I'm Christian Rosenberg. We'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.